0: Too crazy for Boys Town, too much of a boy for Crazy Town. The child was an outcast. Don't put on the show, freaking win the game, don't put on the show, you win the game, don't put on the show, you win the game, don't put on the show, you freaking win the game, you don't put on the show, you win. I pride myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run, and so that'll make it a 4-0 game. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. Welcome back to show three. Uh, Again, still haven't been canceled yet, and I guess I really, I shouldn't call it a show because we're not here to put on a show, Jam. We're here to win the game. We're not here to put on a show. We're here to win the game. We're not here to put on a show. We're here to freaking win the game. But thankful to everyone that's been listening. Thankful to everyone that's been uh, fading my picks. Just let me know what kind of uh, caviar you bought with your dinner, with your winnings. Before we get started, two things. One, there is a word that I cannot say. Jam knows what the word is. So if I say the word, don't let me say that word,
1: Jam. I'm glad you reminded me because I completely forgot about that. Don't let me say that word. I can't say the word, but don't let me say that word. The risk team will be all over us.
0: I got some. I got a bone to pick with the risk (laughs) team. We'll we'll get to that. (laughs) We'll We'll get get to to the risk team. We'll get to that. And number two, if anyone listening to this, I can't imagine anyone here likes basketball uh, or money. I don't think anyone here listening likes basketball or money, but on the off chance that you do, i like to let you know the underdog fantasy just launched a new way to combine your favorite things with my favorite things, uh, NBA pick them. I know how I feel about my pick them. That's right. Money plus sports. It's really, it's really groundbreaking stuff. It's a revolutionary concept from underdog. All you got to do, just pick your over or under on the stats of your favorite players or your not so favorite players. I find it much more fun to pick against my favorite players and root for that. That's what I like, but if you are correct. You can get paid up to 20 times your money. This exists for baseball, uh, hockey. You know what I'm saying? If, you, if you're into that, we don't really judge. But Underdog is also getting ready to launch a brand new NFL game. Now, they won't tell me what it is. They told Jam what it is, but they won't tell me what it is. They don't tell me shit. But I can assure you that it's cool. I've been told it's cool. So stay tuned for that. Download Underdog Fantasy now in the App Store and the Play Store. Also available at underdogfantasy.com. Promo code TRILL. Please and thank you. Now, I've got a not even a bone to pick. I just Twitter told me that Steph Curry couldn't shoot. Did you see these rumors?
1: I've seen uh, such things said on Twitter.com.
0: I was told that he can't shoot, and it,
1: as it would turn out, he can shoot
0: very well. Very well, it appears. Just last or Monday night, I should say Monday night, he had his, I think, 21st. Game of 10 or more threes, which I think is more than like the second closest person is Clay with five. I think he's got more than everybody else combined ever. I think this week alone, he's got more than everybody else this entire year. There we go. Career games with 11 plus. So we're up in the ante. Steph Curry has 11 games with 11 or more three pointers made. Every other player in NBA history combined has 14 but i was told Steph curry can't shoot that it, it is what it is but i just want I, just, I want those people to show themselves i want them to show themselves what the, can we zoom in on that a little bit i feel like there's more numbers and stats are they good stats are they i tried stats? to look
1: up good stats i mean all stats are nerd stats but yeah, that's a good uh, point
0: that's a really good point
1: career games with 10 three pointers made 10 plus three pointers made okay ray It'll allen work. one uh-huh. durant zero kobe one okay Kyrie zero larry bird the great white hope larry bird zero are you kidding me paige Stoyakovich one reggie miller zero steph curry three this week three times this week he's done that But Ten the man, made.
0: but the man can't shoot like when do these rumors cease when do these rumors cease? This entire thread of of these nerd numbers, but you got it. You just watch the eye test. The guy can shoot, and I want to put those rumors to bed right now. Some would say he shoots too much, right? Some would, Why don't he give other people on the a team a chance to make ten plus three pointers? You think Kelly Oubre don't want to make ten plus three pointers? You think Damian Lee don't want to make ten plus three pointers? I got to wonder what he's. You know, hogging the ball. He's getting a lot of hype for these single doubles, but the man can't shoot. I don't think there's. I think we can finally put that one to bed. But last or Monday night, I gotta start saying the days. Steph getting the MVP chance in Philadelphia. That was a tough look, man. That was look for uh, for Philly. It was a tough look for everybody not named Steph Curry. Like it's one if Embiid wasn't playing maybe or he wasn't like in the state or something, but he was definitely there. And I double checked; he definitely played. So for Steph to get those kind of chance in Philly, that's tough. That and that that Philly that's fans tough.
1: are assholes, like notoriously assholes. And homeless. I was told they
0: were nice guys. The same people that told me Steph can't shoot said Philly got the <laughs> nicest fans in the league. So I don't know which way is up. Apparently, um. What is this? Curry's 10-game shooting splits. So every 10 games, he just decides to get considerably better?
1: Is yeah. what it's looking like here? Over his last 10 games, he's shooting three more attempts a game and is hitting four more makes a game. So he turned from 12 attempts a game to 15, four makes a game in his last 10 games before that. Now he's eight for 15 over his last 10 games, or eight makes per 15 attempts. Is there ever a reason for him to shoot a two? Like, no. Nope. Like, you know what I'm saying. Like, what's who's he showing off for? Right. What's he got to pre? He should be shooting twenty threes a game. And when he does make a two, it does kind of feel like he's showing off. Yeah, like, yeah. Know, it adds a little like extra fanciness to it. That yeah, I, it's the seems thing uncalled got,
0: for. Leave the hand up there. It's like put that down. Stop that. But he don't stop that. So now he's balling. It, it's been. Incredible to watch. And the MVP chance, they, they took me off guard because I don't know if you saw ESPN did a, a straw poll for the MVP last week.
1: I did not see the results, but I heard it got it got heated on, on the it, line.
0: It got very heated. Like number one was Jokic, two was Embiid, three was Giannis. Uh, I'm not going to listen, but Dame Lilla was fourth. Luka was ninth. Donovan Mitchell was 11th. Steph Curry was 12th. That's where I take the issue. That's where I take this. So I started looking at. I feel like we we go through it every year, but like what. What is valuable, right? Because Donovan Mitchell, his team this year. Is worse with him on the court than off the court. That's a fact. Did you know that? I did not know that. On the court. They play like the first offense, first rated offense in the league and the 10th ranked defense in the league when he's off the court. They play the sixth best offense and the first best defense. They're a plus eight when he's on the court. They're a plus eleven point three when he's off the court. So they're a minus three point three. Like, is that, does that make sense? Those numbers make sense.
1: Yeah, he's bad. He, they're they're worse. Who he is stinks. He's what I'm really trying <laughs> to <bad>. get. To. <laughs> he sucks.
0: Uh, no, I hope he gets well soon. That when he first got hurt, it sounded like it was a lot worse than it was. So hopefully, it's not too bad. But then I started looking at like the other the top dog. I didn't look at all 12, but I did look like Embiid, Curry, Jokic, and Dame. Yeah, here we go. Here's the straw poll results. Jokic, Embiid, Giannis, Dame, Harden, LeBron, Chris Paul, Kawhi, Luka, Gobert, Mitchell, Curry, Booker. So again, value... To me, the way I look at value is if they just remove you, what? Is, like, how is your team playing? Embiid's team has played 18 games without him. They're nine and nine. Five hundred team would make the playoffs in the East. Like with him on the court, now they're plus 13. Like he's clearly the most dominant when he's on the court. They play like a number one offense and number two defense. When he's off the court, they play like a 26 rate offense, but a fifth rank defense. Like they've got a negative points, not even a point, not even minus a point differential. Right. Again, that's a playoff team. He's only he's played 45 percent of his team's minutes. So they played more minutes without him than with him. Then I looked at Steph. Steph has missed nine games. His team is one and eight without him. When he's on the court, there are plus two point seven. When he's off the court, there are minus six point five. So, yeah, there's six and a half points worse when he doesn't play. That's a total of 9.2 points better when he's on the court. He's played 61% of his total minutes. They go from ninth rank offense to 30th when he's on and off. They go from 12th-ranked defense to 25th-ranked defense when he's on and off. Jokic, he hasn't missed a game. I don't know, again, I don't know what he's trying to prove. I feel like he's... Like he's showing off. I don't, I don't too much care for that. Yeah, he lost uh, a lot of
1: weight to start the season, too. Yeah, best best shape of his life, and then doesn't miss a game. Well, what are you trying to prove here?
0: Put some weight on, like the rest of us. Mm. Um, but Jokic hasn't missed any games. His is interesting because when they're on the court, they play the first, the best offense in the league, but the 28th best defense. When he's off the court, they play like the 27th best offense, but the second ranked defense. His team is dead even. Without him, 0.0, which, again, that's a playoff team. But he's also played 73% of his team's total minutes. I looked at Dane. Dame's the last one I looked at. They're plus 1.6 when he's on the court, minus 4.5. So total plus 6.1. He's played about 70% of his team's minutes. So, again, when it goes like most valuable, Embiid's clearly the best when he's present. But he's been the least present. I I, that that count. That was some of the big that was the big kerfluffle on the ESPN rankings, because I think everybody can agree he's clearly been the best when he played. He's just played the least. And it was mentioned like the overwhelming number of MVPs come from a team with the number one seed. And the justification was that's just kind of how it's been. And if I just feel like we have better ways of measuring that now. Like at one point, it probably, yeah, okay, he's the best player on the best team. He's the MVP. But like, what's the point of all the nerd numbers if we're not going to use them? You know what I'm saying? Like baseball, once what's, what's baseball got past giving Cy Youngs off just like who 20 wins, Remember, I think it was Felix Hernandez who won with like 12 or 13. He was like 12 and 11, but it's like, hey, listen, that's not his fault. He's clearly the best
1: pitcher. So why is the NBA still doing – it's got to be the best player on the best team? Do you think your approach is like punishing Embiid for having like a better team around him? And so you're going to kind of favor people like Steph who just – of course his off numbers are going to be bad. Who else do they have on that team? And so his like numbers in that way could be a little bit inflated? For sure. Well, I mean, I'm punishing Joel Embiid because his home crowd
0: chanted for (laughs) another player. I I, I didn't chant for another player. They did that. But I think that's fair because it's like assume say you got a 500 team, right? 36 and 36 since we're playing uh, 72 games this year. It's fair to say the wins after number 36 are tough to get, right? Like wins 37 through 50 are really hard to get. It's why few teams have that kind of win percentage. Like, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. But I also feel like it's fair to say that it's harder to get like a, a hor a objectively horrible team to 500. Right. Like it's like, why is only the first part of that? Rewarded. Like it's not in fault that they can sustain themselves reasonably well. They're not nearly the same team. I don't want to say that, but it's not his fault, but it's also not Steph's fault that his team shits the bed every time he just doesn't play. And that's not to say I'll vote for Steph. I would I'd vote for Jokic. If I had a vote right now, it, it would go to to Jokic. But like when Steph is off the court, the Warriors have a similar net rating to the Rockets, who are 17 and 40. Like one of the worst teams in the league. When Embiid is off the court, the 76ers have a better net rating than every single play-in team in the playoff, in the Eastern Conference. In the Eastern Conference. And so it's not to say one is better than the other, but I'm I'm just curious, like what is value? Like why is only the first part being rewarded? Because it's harder to get those wins, but if he's doing it with a a league average team around him, then yeah, it's easier to take them from league average to dominant. Steph is playing with, like we saw what they did last year without him. They were horrible. We see what they're doing this year without him. They're horrible. Like even far be it from me to compliment Rudy Gobert, Hopefully might, you don't. I might have you clip this. Um, <laughs> That's not something but, I normally am a fan of. No. But Mitchell, on and off, they're three points worse when he's on the court. Go Bears, his on and off, plus 17.6. A bigger gap than Embiid. So it's like, how is how is Rudy Gobert 10 here and Donovan Mitchell's 11? Because if we're playing the, the best player on the best team, how is Gobert not above some of these other – Like I, it just feels – I feel like we're we're inconsistent with it.
1: I'm fine with that if the inconsistency trends toward not giving credit to the Utah Jazz, like Definitely. if that's the exception, it's like oh yeah, numbers should say Rudy Gobert is a top five MVP candidate, but it just doesn't feel right. I'm the thing with the, it, it's it's
0: a two uh, two headed snake because on one side I like to see them snub because they get upset. But on the other side, the more accolades they get, the better the slander is going to be. Right? Yeah, like if he, like if Quinn Snyder wins coach of the year and if Clarkson wins sixth man of the year, they got three all-stars. Uh they're going go and Donovan Mitchell are probably both going to make all NBA. And if it's like, hey, they had two guys finish top 10, issue the MVP. How did they get boat raced by the Pelicans? <laughs> like that. see that see that's much so it's it's You're, it's that's really right. it's a slippery slope. Uh, It's really a slippery slope, but I don't know. It just like as I I look at these guys, Jokic's team, again, is playing exactly dead even without him. Embiid's about the same. I didn't look for Giannis, some of these other guys, but Dame Lillard, Dame Lillard's team goes, they shit the bed when he goes on the bench and when he misses a game too.
1: The Trailblazers have like the, I think like the worst second quarter net rating in the league, and it just directly corresponds with Ennis Cantor minutes because that's when his (laughs) rotation comes up. (laughs) Can't play Cantor, man. Like Dame plays the entire first quarter, then they bring in Cantor to start the second quarter, and their net rating is like negative 22 or something. It's just awful. And then Dame has to play like 24 minutes of the second half to dig out of that hole. That's the thing that I think gives your argument the most credence is that like Embiid and Jokic, if they don't have to – constantly beyond and constantly just digging the team out of a an 8-point deficit, a 12-point deficit. I've seen it with the Celtics and Jason Tatum. Hmm. They stink when Jason Tatum's not on the court. And it's, yeah. so it's like every time he returns back in the fourth quarter, it's basically on him to uh, bring this team back, at least earlier in the year when the Celtics had like less health. It's on Steph Curry to – like they need to survive the non-Steph Curry minutes That's no longer a thing with really like Joel Embiid and the Sixers anymore where it's like, oh, no, we're going to get smoked by 12 when Embiid's not on the court. Embiid's coming back in. It's a tie game or they even have the lead. Right. So I do think it makes sense to give a little bit more value to the guys who are constantly just playing with shitty people around them. Absolutely. Like, again, with Steph is off
0: the floor, they're the worst offense in the league and the 25th best defense. And, again, is that all – I mean, the offense is because of him. But defense, I feel like he – I feel like he's worked himself into like a like he's a fine defender. I don't think he's like you're probably still going if they got a healthy team you're still going at him. Now you can go at any. They all stink except for Draymond. You feel you
1: probably go at any one of those guys. I think he's like crafty point old point guard level of defense where he just knows what he's doing which is uh, pretty valuable.
0: Yeah, it's a, like like you're you're not going to catch him out of position. And I feel like that's he's he's the head of the snake. That's that's half the battle. Don't if you're at a position that puts everybody else behind the eight ball, they got to rotate, rotate, rotate. I feel like he doesn't do that. And for his troubles, they are seven points worse when he sits at any time he wants to sit down. And also MB plays the fewest minutes per game of all these guys. Now, some of that's because he's close to eight foot and 400 pounds. I think that's that it's not his fault, but he is. But count, if he's playing 32 minutes a game and Steph is playing 36 or uh, Jokic is playing 36 or whatever, it's like I can't even... Like, if I play 32 minutes a game like you, that gap will be even bigger. I'd have to shoot even more threes to get us out of this hole because Kevon Looney and Kelly Oubre are running a pick and roll for some reason. So, I don't know. I'm just... My question, uh, it's not even as much against Embiid for MVP because he definitely belonged. It's more so just questioning the that's just the way it's always been. that That's kind of that's really where my my beef is. It's like is I, that
1: why Tim Bontemps called Brian Windhorse a jackass?
0: Man, it. <laughs> They I don't really know what
1: the, I don't know what the context was. I just heard the clip of Blonde <laughs> Temps calling him a jackass, and like I'd actually know Tim, and that's just that's hilarious. <laughs>
0: Look, I don't know Tim, and it's hilarious. It's very hilarious. There, the context there was Brian Windhorst was saying, you know, Joel Embiid has been the best player. Everybody agree. He was saying he had one fluke injury where he missed ten or eleven games, whatever, and that knocked him out of the MVP race, and. Von Temps and uh uh Tim Winhorse were like, Yes, like that. <laughs> that's how like we're you have to split all the hairs here, all this matters. And I don't know, Winhorse just didn't seem to get that. Like they mentioned something like, If somebody missed like three games, he's like, Oh, gotta disqualify for MVP. And Von Timps was just not here for his shenanigans, man.
1: If like, you if you get a jackass from a frustrated white guy, like <laughs> you've really just put his mind through the ringer. Like that's like really. Wow. Like very. Fr- jackass is a rare one, but it's saved for the special kind of idiot that just really ruined your day with their stupidity.
0: You call a dickhead or asshole, whatever. Ha ha. That's all funny. When's the last time you call somebody a jackass?
1: I don't think I've ever done it. Maybe in maybe in like traffic. Uh, if someone does something, but you was really upset. Yeah, you have to be high threshold for jackass.
0: You don't bring out the the J word. Uh, <laughs> that's actually the word I can't say, and I've already said it. But yeah, you got to be. He called him a jackass. He told him. He said, "No, you, he said you're going to listen to me." I said, <laughs> "Bon temps." I've never, <laughs> I've never heard you talk like this. Uh, it got heated. It 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 definitely got heated, but. Yeah, I just say out that to say like why what's the point of all the numbers? Every single number we have, we're just gonna go to like standings. Right? Cause in B, he's got that, he's got the offense, defense, all that. But I, I just feels like it's it doesn't reward the guys who are playing with absolutely nothing and have like have to make something out of nothing, or they looking at a 14 C, which is what Steph Dame, uh, a few others, those are just the, the two that that come to mind mostly Steph because he's he's shooting the ball uh, which is unlike himself but there's that also Kobe's deal ran out with Nike I didn't I guess it was a thing I just didn't consider after his death right like I like we hear like LeBron's got a lifetime deal I feel like we see a, I think Harden's got one with Adidas if I'm not mistaken and I just didn't I, – when I read that, I was like, what do you mean his deal – like, he, he passed away. Like, what do you mean his deal ran out? But his deal ran out. Did you see the stuff today where they've – his family has filed, like, all these trademarks?
1: I did not. I'm assuming for some sort of Black Mamba-based – Yeah, I think it's uh, uh
0: Nick DiPaolo. If you check his timeline, like, it, it sounds like he was close to leaving Nike anyway, right? Like, he – Like at the time of his death, he would have had about a year left on this contract. And it feels like a guy like that, you don't get that close to the end of your contract unless there's some, you know what I'm saying? Something serious about you might leave. So it seems like he was gonna leaning toward leaving anyway. He wanted to start like a player owned brand called, I think just called Mamba or Mamba Lifestyle, Mamba Sports or whatever. But now that his, the deals ran out, I was like, do they... Like, do they go back to Adidas? Like, Kobe started with Adidas. Do they go there? Do they try to make their own shoe? And it sounds like now they're just going to try to make their own shoe. Like, they filed a bunch of, a lot of trademarks. I think it was Nick DiPaolo's timeline. Um,
1: yeah, I got it uh, right here. They for, for Mamba and the Sheath logo, I mm. guess is what they call it on uh nike's uh previous kobe shoes so okay. i get. i guess they get the that same logo it sounds like they're releasing their own shoes and vanessa bryan said she's like looking forward to fans being able to wear kobe so i would imagine they just do it themselves yeah i, I mean i don't hate it but it's just one of the things i'll
0: just be wondering out loud like does kobe's brand of shoe work without kobe right like we got top guys but like this does Cade Cunningham or Jalen Suggs, Jalen Green, do these guys, like, do they go with Mamba? Like, that's what it's going to You have to get young athletes, put them in dope shoes, like, to get this off the ground. And I wonder that because, I like, you saw with his past, like, the Kobe guys that were really impacted, they're the guys in the league right now. The Tatum, like, the guys that are 22, 23, 24. Like, Cade Cunningham was born in 2001 which is a terrifying thing to think but but like Kobe was five seasons in by then. Like he retired when Kay Cunningham was 15. But remember the last three Kobe years weren't good. Like they were injury riddled, injury riddled. And the last year where he shot like 30 something percent, you know, and I think like Jordan came to the league before I was born and I like, I remember him, but it's more so the second three of Jordan. Now it's definitely different now, right? You can just watch, just about any Lakers game at all times. So it's much easier to keep up with these guys. But also if the last three years of his career, what you remember when you 11, 12, 13 or whatever, I don't know. Maybe
1: I, am I overthinking? Like, does this make sense? Am I overthinking this? Yeah, no, I think it makes sense. It, like in terms of players coming in and like wearing that shoe. And like, I feel like most of the younger players in this league, all love Kyrie's and Kyrie's are like the, yeah I'm like go-to ones. Uh, I think, even if they don't like the players, don't embrace the new Kobe's. I feel like a Kobe shoe is going to sell no matter what, and it doesn't even really matter uh, if like the new players coming in and are wearing the new Kobe's. I just feel like if it's a Kobe brand Mamba shoe, I think mm-hmm. at this point he's just like such a, a hero that those was just going to fly off shelves.
0: Yeah, I, I I think they like they're not going to flop. I don't think, but I also wonder like. How many current guys, if they could get to switch, like these guys, like yo Nike, like these guys, the places they only give out a couple signatures. Like we just Zion signature just dropped. I imagine Luca will get one. What do you think about those Zion's? Give me your take I, on Zion ones. I like the Zion's.
1: They're very simple. I'm not a huge sneakerhead, but I would. I thought they were just like. The Z is just a very nice design. Like it's just a simple a logo right there. I think it works.
0: I got. I don't hate the uh, the bot the bottom ones with some color.
1: Yeah, definitely those. Are
0: I I don't hate the but the top. I don't know. It just feels like this is like you got like the what might be the guy for the next fifteen years, and like you're not going to hit it like the Jordan ones. That's like hitting it out of the park for a first shoe. The Allen Iverson's the first. That's hitting it out of the park. The Giannis last year. I, I think I like those more than a lot of people did, but I'd like for a number one shoe. Like the plan is to have 20 or 40 of these Zions. Right. So I feel like you go in knowing you can tweak a little bit, tweak a little bit, tweak, tweak a little bit. So I don't hate it from that aspect, but I don't know. These just don't. They don't do it for me. They don't like Jordan. I feel like they had a chance to really. Like, they've been... Lanky's been nailing the Paul Georges. They've been nailing the Kyries, Katie's, and I just, like, Jordan's got Tatum, Luca, and Zion now, and it's like, okay, they could really, you know what I'm saying, make some hay with these three guys, and this is the one they put out, so I... I don't know. I just don't know how... It, it just it doesn't grab me, like, the way I want, but I do I do really like the colorful ones at the bottom. I think, that, I think those are a good look, but I don't like those red. The red ones just look like on east you remember east bay magazine uh you yeah, those
1: do look like an east bay standard
0: yeah like the east the ones on the back you can order one and you get like 14 more free for like a whole team if you're coaching like uh, a seventh grade girls team those are like that shoe and it's like that was the first you gave zion he might make all nba this year he's not even 21 yet this is the first I, I don't know
1: no they definitely the one with more color adds just like Definitely takes it away from that. I had not thought of East Bay, but now looking at the top two, it's like, yeah, really? there's some basic shoes for my girls' uh, middle school B travel basketball team.
0: Yeah, like I, I'm coaching a uh, church league under nine boys. Uh, I ordered 15 pair of the top red ones with the Cardinals. So we, we got them in red. But I don't know. I just like when they put Tatum initially, because they started swapping guys from Nike to Jordan. Like Tatum was a Nike guy, they and they put him in the uh, the adapts, which I was like, I think I would just want that to be my shoe, like the lace or is it the Adapt or the React? One of those, like the lace. Oh, he lace had shoes. those crazy
1: ones that that like tied themselves, like the yeah.
0: Shoes. It was like okay, if I'm Tatum, maybe I just want those to be my shoe. But
1: like, I imagine I don't. Luca doesn't have a signature yet, does he? No. And I was thinking to myself, is there any way a Luka Doncic shoe can be cool like don't get me wrong he's a badass motherfucker on the court True. and knock down some shots but he is not cool like he's not a guy you're looking to for fashion advice is i just don't see any like i don't know if the if the luca Doncic signature shoe is going to be uh something people want to wear he's just not he's not my sartorial guy well and that's the that's kind of what i'm wondering because one if i'm luca i'm like hey i'm
0: how does Zion get a signature before me? Luca's been in the league longer. Like that would just feel to like he's made first team already. He's the he's the better player right now. Like, how does he not have a signature? That's where I go if I'm Mamba. You're, you I try, target Luca? I try to go after Luca. I try to be what? like, hey man, Jordan, I treat you right, man. How does Zion? He ain't even made the playoffs, man. He never hit a shot on Paul George. That's, that's where I. That's where I try to go.
1: I hadn't considered the new Mamba line recruiting new star players for it, but I, yeah. But why not? I'll, no, because I just I'm supposed to be, I'm supposed to be not here to argue. But I just said there's no way a Lucas shoe can be cool, and so I I'm trying to. I don't know if it's the best move for the Mamba Corporation.
0: I, I mean, I, it's all going to depend on the design. I think the thing that is really going to I mean, not even hurt. It'll just be a hurdle was as the Kobe's went on they were just in their bag like every tweak they made there's so many good versions of Kobe's so unless you're going to get like that similar design team or hire those the that team away from Mamba are you going to be able to just put out it feels like like you got to come with some heat initially i feel like it's it's kind of easy to get lost in the shuffle like Puma a couple years back Puma just started signing a whole bunch of uh younger players
1: they gave and Terry Rozier a plane
0: yeah, they did. Uh, whole plan. Uh And it's like they came in and then I haven't seen like any signatures since then. Like, I don't know, like eight. They had eight and back like a few of the guys from that draft. And I don't know what they did from that. So it feels like I feel like you got to come in strong. And I don't know. You just imagine. Like, I'm just thinking of the Kobe's. Any of the low tops with just, the, uh, just take the Nike off and just put a snake there. And you just put Luca in it. That's a global seller.
1: People like snakes. That's fair. People Howard like snakes. Likes snakes. Yeah. Dwight Howard does. They don't bring that up enough on the, every broadcast. It's like this man owns 45 snakes. It's, I think Danny Green, the, like that. The Sixers are just like a big snake team. That's
0: fits. I uh, mean, it's gross. Yeah. I mean, they also, they fans also chant for Steph Curry.
1: You but. can't trust a team with two snake guys. I can have one snake guy on the team, but as soon as you get two, then it's like a club. It's That's Sixers what I'm saying. Reptile club.
0: Then Not it's like, a, if there's like a third guy out there in free age, like we just find out, I don't even know, Mike Conley. We find out Mike Conley's just a huge snake guy. And he's like, hey, I want to play with the snake guys. And I don't, I just, I just wouldn't want that in my locker room.
1: Personally. Then you got to start bringing like terrariums on the team plane to hold everyone's snake. And you got snake rules and protocols. Yeah. Like,
0: like Dwight, D- D- he's a jokester too. He very much seems like he would just put like a boa constrictor in your luggage. Oh And yeah. then like Ben Simmons is out this game. He had a heart attack. He didn't expect to see a King Cobra in his
1: luggage. He had a physical heart attack. He He's out. He won't travel with the team. Dwight feels like the kind of guy who just like wouldn't get that that prank was just way too far. Like, just like, oh, what? I thought it was funny. It's like, and just have no realization that everyone's like, what the hell, man? That was. That's Dwight, yeah.
0: Dwight doesn't feel like a boundaries guy. Like, a, I, you know what? I, I'm Dwight Howard. I cross the line. I don't. That just doesn't seem like his forte.
1: Self awareness is not his strong suit.
0: No, no, that's a good segue. You know who else self awareness is not their strong suit? Tell me, Knicks fans, <laughs> Knicks fan. But I, I said it. I like Knicks fans. I feel like I know quite a few. I've heard people say like for a long time, it's like, hey, the league is better when the Knicks are good. And I was like, I, I mean, I can neither confirm nor deny because the Knicks have never really been good. Like they made their finals. 20 years ago 19 i think it was 98 or not no ninety nine against the spurs when they were the eight seed in the lockout year yep so it's like i i mean i probably believe i just can't say they because they haven't been good but they're solid now and i'm i gotta say i'm enjoying it like I, i like Knicks fans they have a like they're they're usually Yankees fans, so they've got that side of success, but they've also got the Nick side to keep them humble. But like the lack of self awareness, that's the they're just like one like we're one free agency class away, we're one LeBron signing away, and they're not wrong, but they also know that. I mean, that's not is it hasn't happened, it hasn't happened, and I I have my doubts about Tibbs I still wonder if he's the man you know long term like I feel like it's easy to come in and turn around like just basic incompetence like let's just stop I have can, everybody ties both of their shoes before we go out on the court maybe we practice before games I feel like, like low-hanging fruit but no he's got him cooking he's, so I was wrong on that salute to him but it also definitely helps when you've got I mean just every baby boy I've ever had just helping to lead the way on the Knicks, like Julius Randle's leading the offense, Nerlens leading the defense, Kenny Payne's leading the coaches, Quickly's leading off the bench, Kevin Knox is leading on the bench. But is he
1: is Kevin Knox leading on the bench? I think he's
0: a good uh, uh, support. He's good for morale. All right, I'll he's, good for that. Mor- he's good for morale. I'm proud of him. I'm proud of you, Kevin, if you're listening. But they just got to sign Zion, man. I know you saw that video.
1: Oh, look at at this, the screenshot of Zion before and then after the Knicks are brought up. (laughs) Listen, he literally
0: licked his chops, like not figuratively. The man, he said, oh, man, I'm glad you asked that. And he, he licked his chop like a cartoon character. And there was talk that I don't remember, like when the Knicks got third in his draft lottery. I saw people saying like he looked bummed. I don't remember that. I do remember how he looked when the Pelicans got one. And bummed. it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't great. Now I won't you know what I'm saying I can't hold that against him too much, but I'm still definitely gonna read way too much into it. Like that's what I do. That's that's literally why I'm here.
1: I've watched a lot of these Zoom calls with the players after the games. At no time has a player been thrilled that someone asked a question to them, and no, this, and he lit up completely. He, he said, like, "Man, I'm I'm glad you asked me that, man. Like that's the best question I've ever been asked."
0: Uh, and then he, the only time he looked sad when he was like, "Of course, um, you know the Pelicans are number one, but the Knicks, man. Oh my <laughs> God, the Garden, baby. Oh, <laughs> uh,
1: I think it's something to consider." Is he bold enough to turn down his rookie extension and just leave after four years? You know what? Like, same as the MVP,
0: I'm back. Like, why can't tradition be bucked? They don't have to be the number one, you know, player from the number one team in standing. He don't have to take the rookie extension. Now, everybody's always, for the most part. Like, I was looking back. I found a couple, like Nerland's. He rejected his uh, rookie deal, which was a horrible mistake. But he took the qualifying offer, rejected seventy million. That didn't work out well. Greg before before that, Greg Monroe did it. He took the qualifying offer, but he ended up getting three years, fifty million from the Bucks. So I, I call that a win. You get go to a different situation, get fifty million. Ben Gordon did it and got fifty five million from the Pistons. And all these was before the salary cap jump, like Zion's rookie. You know what Zion's rookie contract is? Like just the four years? You know what he'll make in those four years?
1: I do not, but I can look it up.
0: Uh, I've already got it. Oh, two, two steps ahead of you. 43 million. 43 million. If he takes the qualifying offer, that's another 17. So he's looking at 60 million by year five. Like that's more than those other guys got on the second deal, right? Like he's already, he's already there. So if anybody was in a position to be like, you know what, I can. I don't I don't have to take if I'm not happy, if he's happy take the money. Like no questions asked, but we see like Harvey Towns took the money. They stink. Booker took the money and they stunk till they didn't stink. But like De'Aaron Fox just took the money. and I was like, man, like I, I get it. They put like one hundred and fifty million guaranteed. You take it. But boy, oh boy, I just it just stinks is years like 22 to 27 are going to be wasted in Sacramento. But for Zion, if he already got 60 in the bank, not including endorsements.
1: Yeah. He just released his for signature. shoe. So,
0: Just released his first shoe. There's not a single injury he could suffer to where he wouldn't get the max from uh, some, I'd say anybody, but from somebody, if he took the qualifying offer. And again, we saw Kevin Durant was over 30, over seven feet tall. And Torres Achilles, the worst injury you can have in basketball. The Nets were like, please, please take this max. We'll gladly punt the first year of it because you're going to be that nice the second year. And he's nice. Like, who knew? So I don't think there's a single injury he could suffer where he wouldn't get that max. Again, he's already made what these guys were trying to make. And he he'll, if he takes the qualifying offer, he'll have 60 in the bank. And again, you go endorsements. For the most part, I I just it's like the world is flat. Like everybody is on TV now. But when you go from New Orleans, who is literally like I've seen 29th and 30th in market size to New York, who's number one, uh, maybe in the world, definitely in the United States. That'll get you a couple more endorsement deals. Right. So it's a thing where everybody takes the rookie max. Until they don't. Right. Like. Everybody stayed with their miserable team forever until LeBron was like, well, I think I'm going to go somewhere else. And then other people started going somewhere
1: else. I think it's especially more likely with Zion because you see the exact situation that happened with Anthony Davis. He took the extension and then like a couple years into it, I don't want to be in New Orleans anymore. And so. And Chris Paul before
0: him, like, it's just, there's precedent there. Like nobody wanted to go to the. Nets, Nets were a non-factor forever until they showed some confidence, got some stars. The Clippers were a joke for literally my entire lifetime. They put together like two years of competency. They got Kawhi and Paul George, like Durant and Kyrie. Like they were going to the Knicks, which was—I don't think enough has been made of that. Like they were willing to go to like the Knicks on purpose until the Knicks just fumbled it so badly that DeAndre, uh, DeAndre Jordan was like across town like we can do it here but not not here here so i don't know like rj barrett was his college roommate you know his, his face i just can't stop laughing at how his face genuinely lit up i don't think i've ever <laughs> seen a. he seems like a pretty happy kid i don't think i've ever seen a smile like that from zion but look at that look at that he's like oh my God. another question you scored 20 points how did it feel to dunk the ball through the basket and then question was like, uh, Madison Square Garden. Oh man, man, I'm cl- oh man, I'm glad you asked me that. I uh, it's the best place in the world uh, outside of New Orleans, uh, but I love it. <laughs> so I don't know because I've seen people like, hey, it's not going to happen. The earliest it could happen is in like seven more years, six, seven more years. But I'm just like, somebody's not going to take the qualifying off i just feel like that's the we talk about player empowerment that's the ultimate player empowerment is a guy just being like hey we're like no not to say that he won't if he's happy if they start winning then he he'll stay he should stay go where you know wherever you're happy but all the knicks had to do was show that they're competent and they're competent now
1: and if you go where you're happy no one is happier than zion in Madison square garden talking about the knicks (laughs) man almost licked the lips off his damn face man and so like
0: the the earliest this could happen like he's in year two now you can sign an extension after year three so not not this offseason but after next offseason right like that's when the DeAaron the foxes the tatums donovan mitchell bam those guys just signed after your year, year three going into year four so this offseason is going to be like the luca trey young shea Gilgis, alexander michael porter but after year three, that's where it gets interesting. Because they're going to offer the max. And of course, everybody takes it. But if he just says, right, let's just wait. That's where it gets interesting. Because it's still restricted free agency. But if he just says, I'm going to sign the qualifying offer. Then you got to trade him. Right? You can't. Again, we're looking way, way down the line. But that's what we do. That's what we do. People hate the season this year. Fine. We're talking 2028. We're just skipping over the rest. And the beauty of this is there's no real downside for us talking about it. Like, I don't care where he plays. I'm going to watch. I, he can sign literally wherever he wants, and I'm going to watch. But I just want somebody. I wanted it to be Booker. I wanted it to be Towns. But if he's like, yeah, look, I'm just not happy. This is just not working for me. Like, this ain't working for me. My GM traded for a center that can't space the floor or defend and gave him $20 million a year. Like, it's rumored, like, Lonzo's been having a good year, and it's rumored that they, like, might let him go, might keep him. He has to play with Eric Bledsoe. It was another <laughs> baby boy, but it, it hasn't been a great year uh, for Bledsoe. So just something to consider, Zion. Just something to consider. And last thing before we uh, try a little something different. We'll try a little something different. But the last thing, they give him they, they my dog Tyler Harrell a bad rap, man. I don't like it. Did you see the quote on that? Oh, I'm pulling it up now. Ridiculous I did, quote. I didn't. I didn't much care for it. I really didn't. It came from I think a, a Heat, either writer or podcast. Or I think a they, Heat writer said it on a podca- on a podcast. Yeah. yeah. And it was uh, Ira Winderman, who writes for the Heat, says Tyler Harrow chose to become a celebrity. He chose to become something outside the game, as is his right with his breakfast cereal and his Tyler Tuesdays and his Chipotle bowl. And that's all well and good. But you know what? Other players, when they see a player doing that before they've truly reached it, I don't know if they want to say, or I don't know if I want to say there's a jealousy. They take sort of a scant view of the guy and say, wait a minute, buddy. You haven't done anything yet. End quote. Those are not the words of a player. Those are the (laughs) words of somebody that's 65 years old. And I tell you how I know because you said breakfast cereal. Nobody but your grandparents say like soda pop. Nobody said you don't say both. He said, wait a minute, buddy. Yeah, that's what that's how Jimmy Butler talks. Wait a minute, buddy. <laughs> you got another thing coming to you, Bucko. That's definitely how uh, Duncan Robinson talks. Also, Tyler Tuesday and Chipotle Bowl. those are the same thing. They're just stretching things, like you know what I'm saying? They, they that don't seem fair. Does Hero have his own
1: breakfast cereal?
0: He does. He, does, he has a song with Jack Harlow, um, or a, a song named after him. I don't think he's on the song, and it's like it's like is this really the reason why? Like he's struggling this year compared to last year, or or is it because he's like twenty and coming off a historically short break into a unprecedented season? Now it's definitely the breakfast. Like it's definitely the. It's got to be the breakfast cereal.
1: How dare he enjoy performing at the highest level? Of yeah, what profession? the hell?
0: Also, again, if you scout the way you know you scouted, you should have known he was going to go Hollywood. He was, he always been Hollywood. That's just his, that's his persona. You put him in Miami. You know what I mean? And even if you, if you look at the regular season numbers from last year to this year, they're not really that much different. Now the bubble numbers are different, but even then, like last year for the bubble, the entire bubble. He averaged 16 points a game in the playoffs on 43% shooting. This season, he's at 15 points a game on 42% shooting. Like, it, it's, it's re- I don't think it's really been as big of a gap. Now, he hadn't taken the leap forward, of course, that you would want from that. But his PR is about the same. He's shooting less threes, but getting to the line more. His rebounds went up, or rebound uh, percentage went up. Assist percentage went up. Still uh, Steals and block rate. Those all went up. So I, it just feels like, old men upset like we've seen players get upset at other players i don't know if i've ever seen a player like oh man he's got too many endorsements he's getting he's making too much money and if he did i if there's one person in the league who would call him out i feel like it'd be jimmy butler jimmy butler is not a punch puller he's historically the
1: entire heat team soft after the last game and just said they're playing soft basketball basically called bam soft for not going to the rim enough yeah So it's like
0: if this was if the players were feeling that way, I I don't think it'd be a secret. This feels like I'm certain that somebody in the Heat front office or something probably said it. And these old pot, not just Ira Winderman, the other old bags too, that are just like, I don't like that he's got his own breakfast cereal and he he's got a Chipotle bowl. I want a Chipotle bowl, but I think they should get off his back. And if they felt it said they felt this way for months, if they felt this, why didn't they trade him for James Harden? That was the rumors like, oh, they, they will not include him for James Harden. Why? If you this concern. So. I don't know, I, I think they should get off his back. He's battled some injuries this year. I think he he'll ultimately be fine. Like, I don't think him being good is the difference between the heat making like another finals run. Like, I just don't think this is that same
1: team. So. Get off his back. I can't tell if this is just like a old beat writer being like he's not doing it the right way, and then he's like uh, talking to someone in the Heat organization being like, "Isn't that true?" And then they go, "Yeah, I guess we wish <laughs> right. Tyler did it." And then it's like, "Man, the players are furious with him." Yeah, What's they like- hate
0: his guts. Yeah, they <laughs> don't you think that everyone hates Tyler Harrow and wishes he would die?
1: And the guy, I just like, love the idea I- of Ira like- Winderman just like texting players on the Heat, just being like, <laughs> "Who did this guy think he is?" He's yeah, serial. Uh, yeah, off the record,
0: uh, Trevor Ariza, 1 to 10. How much do you hate Tyler Harrow and why is it an 8? Uh, Ariza just doesn't text back. And then Ira him is like, the
1: players would not refuse. They wouldn't decline hating his guts. So I don't – I feel like this – Tyler thinks he invented Taco Tuesdays. I mean, come on. Yeah, well, what's he
0: getting at? Uh, his breakfast cereal. That's the oldest shit I ever heard in my life, man. <laughs> That yeah, that's why he's missing a shot. He's got his own breakfast cereal. So I I didn't like that. Keep doing you, Tyler. You're doing great. You're doing great. I'm very proud of you. I think we can uh I think we can jump to what the, what the people are here for. It's time to fade truly live. I'm gonna give everybody here the opportunity to fade. My picks live. Pull it up on here. I want to. I want a full screen. I like. To, I got to see where my where my thumbs lead. You know what I mean? Let's see. First, just, thing, for, first
1: just for the the listeners out there, this we're mm-hmm. doing this live on the YouTube. So, because yes. we wanted to give the people an opportunity to actually fade you and not hear your picks the day before. So, I think we're going to try this moving forward. This is everyone out there watching in TV land too. This is information for you to act. Yeah. And make some money. So when the rest of the show comes out tomorrow, you can just, you know, I'm saying light
0: a cigar with a hundred dollar bill that you won by fading these picks. Let's go to. uh, Give me some rivals. I like to I like to go to the rivals first. I like to go to the rivals first. We got Carl Anthony, Minnesota versus Sacramento. My kids playing each other. De'Aaron Fox is getting plus two on points, total rebounds, points and assists against Carl Anthony Towns. Let me ask, let me ask the chat. Let me ask, How y'all feel about that? I'm I'm not going to listen, but I do. How y'all feel about it? How y'all feel about it? I'm leaning, I'm leaning cat. Because they can both score points. De'Aaron's not really like a 10 assist a guy like I, he can do it. But cats like a 10 12 rebounder guy like nightly for the most part. So I'm leaning cat there. How are we, how are we feeling? Okay, I see some towns. Swiper cat. <sighs> I feel like De'Aaron's playing better, but I also know the Kings have like the worst I think literally the worst defense of all time. So cat cat okay. Let's okay, we're going we're going towns there. We're going towns there. Next rivals, Harris versus Blitz. It's been a rough go for for Blitz It's been a he's a baby boy, but Joe's a close personal friend. Give me Joe. Give me Joe with the points there. And hmm, okay, who's older between Jaden and Jalen McDaniels?
1: That's a good question.
0: Does anybody does anybody in the chat know? Because I'm going if big brother versus little brother, I just bet always go with big brother. Like you just I think it's Jay Lynn, Charlotte. I think it's Jay Lynn. Check Jordan Wood's Instagram. Okay. Momentarily. <laughs> Momentarily. Um
1: do we know? I th-
0: I'm almost certain it's Jay Lynn. Because Jay den is
1: the good old wikipedia will tell
0: us on, yeah
1: wikipedia has all the answers who's older oh wow you feel a lot of pressure when other people are watching you do wikipedia no the heat is on what's his brother's name jayden yeah
0: jaylin name? and jayden they should be is it like linked in the same article they're both in the nba they
1: should be linked McDaniel's brother is professional basketball player for the Timberwolves, who's number one prospect in the state of Washington. I could just look at the age they're board, nineteen ninety eight, two thousand. So Jay okay. Lynn is the older one. Yes. Jay Lynn is a, okay.
0: I'm going Jay Lynn. I'm 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 a firm I'm a firm believer. in older brother, uh, you you gotta you gotta lay down the law against younger bro. So let's lock those in.
1: All right, this is this is my account. I'm using my my hard-earned dollars to actually go with you here just so uh that's $10 uh to uh, to win 60 in a game of uh skill. We are um yes. we're trying to make some money here. That's 6x. Lock it in.
0: Locked in. I just bet 50 cents. That's why that's how I have my phone. It's just for for the Yeah, support. but that gets you $3. That's what I'm saying. $3 I didn't have. Um, Next bet. Not a next, bit. Next bet I have a good prop for you guys. I don't even know what I'm saying. Uh, Zion. Zion is debuting his shoe tonight. He's going off. Zion is going off tonight. 41.5
1: points, rebounds, assist. Give me the over of that. Now, I can't pick it on my screen because the the risk team is, is suspect about me. But if you can do it on your phone, we'll lock that pick in. I'm going to lock it in. That, that's the bone I got to pick with the risk team. Every pick
0: that I'm going to make like last night, I was about to make a pick and the game. I hadn't submitted my picks yet. And the game started and the risk pick. The risk team took those picks out of my out of my queue. Now, I hadn't made them yet, but I was gonna, <laughs> like, I, I was going to make them shouldn't you get the first quarter to make the pick you see what i'm saying it's like okay oh, okay zion's got 48 points in the first half over so i'm going over on zion 41 and a half points rebounds and assist i am going you <whistles> got some doozies cole anthony five assists i'm going under there I don't know why that jumped out at me, but just give me, give me under there.
1: The thing I like is that there's often a lot of players who are not stars that the risk teams just dangles out there for you. Like, yeah. I have not thought about Gary Harris's point total, but See? now I have the
0: opportunity. You know who has the risk team. The risk team thought long and hard. Risk team. So give me, yeah, over on Zion. Give me under on Cole Anthony's assist. Give me is tough business over anthony edwards 21 and a half points i got something on him one of those has got a hit right i mean they could both they both could definitely not they both could definitely not um definitely not but yeah let's lock that in consider it locked over on zion under on cole anthony over on anthony edwards and also uh, over on Joe Harris. That's 10 times the bread.
1: Ooh, four so a, four teamer, four guyer.
0: That was a four. And for the last, yeah, I'll I I give a little two for it. Everybody just dipping their toes in the water. Oh, yeah. Should I? I should probably tweet the draft link now. Yeah, let, that let, makes let, sense. Yeah. Let, uh, hopefully, let it fill up maybe while I consider this last way to just lose some money. Just lose some money. Um, actually, you know what? Can I can I post in the chat? Hey, can you post it in the chat? I'm gonna tweet it too, but I want to give the people in the, the people in the chat are here with us. So let's give them a, the opportunity first. I feel like that's fair. Like Lars and, and Durr and DMG Colin.
1: It's a chance to do a full snake draft uh, against Tyler and I. Direct direct competition right now here. Live on the YouTubes.
0: This could tear this show apart.
1: Like if Jam wins, I don't know if I'll be putting on this headset
0: again. Put it on the board. You thought I wouldn't say it.
1: You thought I wouldn't say it. That's why, why you are who you are. You do. You perform. Big-time players make big-time plays in big-time situations.
0: And that's a long fly ball over the left field. I cast the Yonels. That'll make a four to nothing ball game. Where... There we go. I have it draft time. I tweeted it. It's tweeted.
1: But if you join the draft, I'm only seeing Oh yeah, wait. Myself got, in there. <laughs> yeah, hey, I gotta join it first. I get boxed out of my own draft. I'm not gonna draft against three other people. I feel like you being part of it is pretty important. More or less, come on. Come on.
0: What am I doing wrong? That's a good question, Risk Team. Hmm. There we go. There we go. Okay, I'm in. I'm in. Just need two people. I'm in. Need two more people. Let me go ahead and get my my cue together. Dad, yeah, we did one. We did one last night on the Twitch. Dash had a horrible team. A whole like just one of the worst. Uh, not as bad as Wax team. Not as good as mine, but I still lost. I didn't.
1: <sighs> I didn't win the money. And we are filled up. Oh, let's get it. It's starting.
0: Let's get it. Oh, we're on the board. The draft starts in fifty-five seconds. So, I would just talk through the draft. The easiest way, the way I like to do it, put a star by everybody. That'll add them to your queue. That allows you to skip over the people you don't want, like Rudy Gobert. I'm just throwing a name out there. Round. I don't know if they play tonight, but like I tell you, who I put a star by, if I didn't think you you cowards would steal my stretch, like Brad Wanamaker. I got a star by him. Very solid player. Devin Kennedy. Um, John Henson. John Henson's back in the league. Good for John Henson. TJ Leaf. I'm just putting some stars. Putting some stars by these guys. Uh, So, yeah, each of we get six picks. Snake draft. I get it. I've got the number two pick, which feels like some bull. How do I not get the number one pick?
1: The wrist, wrist, team, team, wrist team wouldn't let it happen. We've, we're up against Cakes and Dan's Lee Eleven. Cakes okay. is on the clock.
0: All right, Cakes. Cakes, you better not take Jeff Green. You you better not take Jeff Green. Okay, Cakes went. So the, okay, they can see this live. Cakes went towns. I. We'll go with Zion. I'm telling Shoe Premier, man, I-, I-, I think he shows out tonight. Dansley is on the board. Who you got, Dansley? It better not be.
1: It better not be Julius Randle, or I'll be-, be mildly upset.
0: It better not be Vernon Carey. Don't you dare take Timothy Luwawu Cabarro, you animal. Ah! I wanted both sides
1: of. Julian and Zion. Julius and Zion. Orlando is bad, so I'm going with the strategy of drafting players uh, who play them.
0: Sure. Sure. Dansley's back on the clock. Okay. Okay. I. I'm doubling up with Pelicans. Or against the Pelicans, I should say. Give me Kyrie. I want Kyrie. I want Zion. I just need one game to be interested in. A game of skill. The Ash. I should have took the air. Okay. But you got cakes. Oh, I want to cook. He's going to have like 100 rebounds tonight. (laughs) I'm definitely gonna regret this. Give me playoff P. I'm gonna playoff P. Kind of wild. Drew. Playoff
1: P stayed on the board till all the way there with Clint Capella drafted before. Clint him,
0: Capella went
1: ahead of him. There's still some there's some talent on the board. Ennis Cantor's still on the board. He does get a lot of rebounds. Good thing this doesn't cat rating. Yeah, I got.
0: Let me read the rule, or the scoring. Scoring one point for a point. 3 for a block, 3 for a steal, 1.5 for an assist, 1.2 for a rebound, and minus 1 for a turnover. Minus 1 for a turnover. So just keep that in mind, Dansley, and just know that uh, Reggie Jackson's still on the board. Devon, I like that pick. I like that pick. Let's see. You know what? Zion's going to have a big game. You know who's passing the ball? Lonzo. I'm taking Lonzo. Lonzo Ball.
1: Oh, Lonzo Ball. The man in Lonzo Gee. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not taking him to the fifth round at earliest. I was going to say that, that gonna be a reach, but Lonzo Ooh. in the fourth makes sense to me. I like it who's uh come on we're were doing this live and they can see all the players that i want it's um i'm at a severe disadvantage
0: (laughs) yeah no it doesn't it it definitely sucks for you uh it's on me it's on me i feel like i do need a a big
1: someone said don't get this we're doing a fantasy draft is uh basically what's going on uh yeah, Tyler with, uh, Dansley, yeah. Cakes, and I are drafting for NBA Daily Fantasy tonight.
0: It's a game of skill, Jude. I got one more pick left. John Collins. Okay, that's a good pick. Okay, we're, we're jumping off the board now.
1: Oh, that was, that was my final pick. Feeling strong against a team. It's an anti Orlando Magic team.
0: Okay, this is the night that Orlando holds them to 52 points. You got Dansley. Does that make sense, Jude? Are we making sense? I want the people to understand what's going on here. I want the people to understand why they're losing money. Why they're not fading the picks and why they're losing money. It's on me. It's on me. It's on me. I will go. I kind of like your strategy. I'm going Kevin Herter. Just hoping that he gets in on some of that against the Orlando Magic whew okay
1: there it is end of the draft oh can we look at the projections can we see who's projected to win all right we can me with Kawhi Trey Young Terry Rozier Anthony Edwards John Collins and Norm Powell projected 210 points nope you're projected to come in dead last I my team exposure is not great because I got so many players
0: Mm-mm. go to uh let's see your team yeah, let's go to if you go to draft summary, it'll tell us Ooh, who's projected we'll, to win. And who's projected to win is it's 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 me. You understand? Oh, it is.
1: That's right. Where's draft summary? I missed it all. Now I'm messing up on the on the uh being live on the computer again. It's very uh, yeah, you know, where are you at risk team. You're projected to 238 points, cakes 234, and Dansley 221. So, really. You have this in the bag already. I think so. I think so. I'm looking forward to losing this and all of my
0: pickums. But yeah, that, uh, I was gonna say that went well. But if I won, then that went well. If it didn't, then it didn't go well. Someone will be happy. Some, yeah, one of us four. So we, we have a fifty percent chance as a show of winning this, but a fifty percent chance of losing this. Something to consider.
1: But with good. our inside knowledge of the risk team, does that hurt us or help us? Oh, it
0: definitely hurts me. Me and the risk <laughs> team—we uh, got bad blood. Uh, we got bad blood. You can okay. So I'll I'll read it since it's not on webview. I am projected to have two hundred forty point six points. Number one, cakes is projected two hundred thirty six point nine. Dansley224 Jam212 Bringing up the rear Tough scene It's a tough scene We'll see We will see So That will do it Thank everybody in here For For joining us Thank Underdog Thanks Super Producer Jam No thanks to the Risk team And Show will be out By tomorrow And you can see How much money you You won or lost. I'm begging you to fade these picks. I'm begging you to fade these picks and make yourself some money. So appreciate y'all. We will catch you next time.